0: Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Joseph Clough, and this is episode 697. Now, in this episode, we are going to be getting into the subject of are we unknowingly hypnotizing ourselves to stay the same? Now, you might be thinking, well, Joseph, I am not a hypnotist. Of course, I'm not hypnotizing myself to stay the same. Well, I like to think that we are all hypnotizing ourselves to some degree. In fact, everything is hypnotizing us to some degree. The people in your life are hypnotizing you in some way because they're communicating to you consciously and unconsciously. The government, society, cultures, religions, advertising, people we haven't yet met yet, our customers, our our employees our bosses our colleagues at any given moment we are absorbing so much information and you're not consciously catching every part of it it happens beneath the surface and that means your unconscious mind is absorbing this information. It is acquiring this information. It's processing this information in many ways, an uncritical way, as in not a judgmental or considerate way, it just takes it on. But how does that relate to you? Well, if everyone else and everything else can hypnotize us and especially the big events that we go through those significant ones the ones which really like paralyze you go oh my goodness I don't know what to do here I'm freaking out Where it be when we we're a kid whether it be after that bad breakup or when we lost everything in our career decisions are made and in the exact same way decisions are made that your conscious mind your conscious thoughts are being suggested to your unconscious mind you see your thoughts become suggestions to your unconscious which will then make it an an evaluation of how you experience yourself in this world and the world around you so let's put this in a a, uh, an example right let's just say we're going throughout our day and we trip up somehow in our day Not necessarily physically, but in the things that we do. Maybe we're talking to someone and we start to get anxious. We start to worry. We get into that scarcity mode. And suddenly we're like, oh my goodness, I'm anxious. I'm worried. I'm fearful. And uh, I messed up here. What are people going to think of me? Well, those are suggestions to your unconscious mind. Your inner thoughts, the thoughts that people don't get to hear, Are being suggested to your unconscious mind. And that can be either amazing news or it can be very debilitating news. Because unfortunately, the things that we say to ourselves about ourselves, we probably would never say to our best friend. We would never treat ourselves in that way or treat them in that way in how we treat ourselves so when you are saying and speaking ill into your mind and body about your life you're not only speaking ill to your unconscious you're speaking ill to how you see the world in your your perception your subjective view so it's very very important to notice what you say how you say it what are the feelings that are associated to those inner words that you talk about when you're speaking about oh my goodness am i good enough am i worthy am i deserving the chances are your unconscious mind is going to take that information and then it's going to take that information and then cross check it with your past experiences now, if you've come to the conclusion in some way that maybe maybe you're not capable, maybe you're not good enough, maybe you're not deserving, maybe you're not worthy and so on, then the chances are there have been experiences in the past where it's proved that to be the case. Maybe someone told you that, look, you're not good enough. Why aren't you getting the best grades? Having this uh, perfectionism mindset that you can never be enough. If people said that or people did things to us and we began to take that on, we take on that story and it just becomes this feedback loop. So not only are we saying it about ourselves, but then our unconscious mind is cross-checking all the events which suits that reality. So it's not going to look for a time when you felt, say for example, you say to yourself, oh my goodness, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy. Your unconscious mind's not going to cross check all the times where you did good in your life, like the time that you succeeded or achieved a goal or you celebrated or fill in the blank. It's going to look for the same energetic energy or energetic energy. That's the same kind of thing, right? The energetic print all the way to those events. It's going to match them. So it becomes this feedback loop to your conscious and your unconscious mind. That is why we must assume responsibility at a conscious level. You can't just rely on your unconscious mind to make the changes on your behalf. In my program, for example, we don't just do hypnosis. We do profound conscious upgrades where we have to have have this kind of integration between the conscious and the unconscious mind. For when you do, that is when you're going to really change. So that is why we have to awaken to our own thought process. This can be very, very time-consuming if you do it by yourself. But even, look, if you don't get help with someone, even if it's time-consuming, guess what? How time-consuming is it to energetically speak that negative thought where you're hypnotizing your unconscious mind to stay the same? How much time are we wasting by doing so? Not just in the process, but in the after effects of that process, the waste in our health. You see, if you're speaking to yourself in this ill way, in a way that makes us feel bad, that is being received on your physiological level. Your biology is absorbing that energy. So think about how much time we're wasting by carrying on this cycle, this strategy. So although it may take time to do this by yourself, you will be saving yourself a lifetime of pain of staying the same if you start to apply exactly what I'm going to say. There are many quotes around it, but um, the most common one is like, what we think about most of the time we become, right? There's lots of ways of different saying when Buddha said it and other people say it. But we all know that whatever we think most of the time will become that. The thought that we have ever present will have a, a suggestion to become that thought. We give life to that thought. Our body absorbs that thought and starts to manifest that way of being. So if we're really wanting to change, you've got to be conscious of that process. Because although you're consciously saying it, it becomes an unconscious habit. An unconscious, like, automatically you go, oh, something happens to me, oh, that must mean I'm not good enough. Oh, I hate anxiety. Oh, I've got to be watching out for this fear of failure. Like, we automatically do it so it is a conscious and unconscious process but there is that conscious element. So you've got to go ahead and go, look, I'm going to be conscious of my thoughts. If we think about like meditation, for example, a lot of meditation is the conscious process of being mindful of the thoughts which come into your consciousness and then drift away. When you have the thoughts, you notice it, depending what type of meditation you do, by the way. But the ones I like is you notice the thoughts, Be at peace with it and let it go. And you start to become the observer of your thinking. Now, how cool is that to be the observer of your thoughts? That means they're not only yours because you're separated from them. So if you start to observe your thoughts, observe that thinking, that thought pattern, that experience that goes over and over again of I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, I'm not deserving, or the world's a bad place, everyone's mean to me, why can't I be abundant, why can't I do all these things where your unconscious mind is going data, 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 data to analyze and cross-check in your past, you've got to go, wait a minute, I've just noticed, I've just caught in my mind that I've just said I'm a stupid person or I am having this fear of failure right now, this anxiety it is hard but you've got to be awakening to your own strategy remember this is all strategy that's it we have this internal and external relationship with the world all the time back and forth we see something we notice something we hear something and it creates this chain reaction of your interaction and subjective association to it so as soon as that external thing happens We've got to catch ourselves in that moment and go, is this thought important? Is it true? Is it even mine? Maybe someone passed this down to me. Maybe I was hypnotized by some event in my past. And therefore, I'm going to stop hypnotizing myself because I'm going to catch it, notice it, reflect upon it, consider it, know the ins and outs of the existence of it, and then ideally you want to learn from it, process it, or at least, at the very least, consider the counter, consider the opposite, reflect on the opposite experience. When I go, oh, I'm not good enough, maybe I'm going to catch myself there and go, I'm going to quickly notice the times where I am good enough. Because there are times when you are good enough. You might not believe it on an identity level, but I know you're good enough to get changed, probably. You're good enough at brushing your teeth, probably. You're good enough at driving, probably, if you drive, or walking, or talking, or there's going to be some aspects in our life where we are going to be good at something. So that is where you've got to look for the contrasting experience in your past, Because guess what happens when that thought comes in, which is negative, that you catch in that moment and then you start to reflect on the counter of that, the opposite of it, the flip side of the coin of that thought. You will start to then send the signal to your unconscious mind to rather go down the other old horrible data points which back up and validate that belief of I am not good enough. Your unconscious mind will instead look for the counter. It'll look for the time when you passed an exam at school or when someone had that compliment about you at work and all those things. You have to start to feed new information to your unconscious mind. You are the conscious goal setter. Your unconscious mind is the goal getter. So if you're setting this observation point, you're setting this suggestion, this evaluation by saying and speaking ill into your life, your unconscious mind is going to look for the data and make it a reality. It's going to, in other words, reinforce by finding evidence but if you catch yourself feed in the new data process it then your unconscious mind has to do the exact same process but seek out the new data which will reinforce which will reevaluate which will um become an evaluation of the new story and the new reality like i said it's not hard Oh, am sorry it's not really easy but it's not that hard either it's about just being mindful. It's about awakening your consciousness to a new reality. And that's where you've got to assume responsibility. I mean you have it all within you to make that change. 100%. I speak with people all the time who've had their issues sometimes for 60 years of their life. Sometimes I work people. they've had their issue for 70 years of their life. But even if they've had 70 years of external programming and then the internal feedback loop of the conscious hypnotizing ourselves to stay the same, you can just change just like that. If you feed in the new data to your unconscious mind, it will have to look out for that information. It's going to have to seek out a new paradigm shift. Because that's what it really is. We're thinking from a different paradigm. We're considering a different reality, a different course of action. We're feeding ourselves rather the junk food of thoughts and feelings. We're feeding ourselves the nourishing thoughts, the thoughts which build us up on a biological on a physiological and a psychological level and on an emotional level that feeds and build us, builds us up. I always say about relationships... You should be lifting people up all the time. You should be the example of what can be done. If you're pulling someone down in a relationship, you are doing so because you feel lower than them because that's why we're pulling them down. And that is not a healthy relationship. So I believe we should always be pulling people up lifting them up showing them the way guiding them there celebrating them nurturing them nourishing them saying not we're not being like fluffy here we're not just saying it because it feels good it's got to be real and it's got to be truthful because i don't believe in artificial artificial fake encouragement but when you do lift someone up they will do and be more because of it they will look to grow more it gives them the unconscious permission to grow now the reason why i say that about relationships well you and your unconscious mind are in a relationship with one another you the conscious and you the unconscious you're not separated It's not like you can run away from your unconscious mind. It's always there. It's always listening. I like to think it's your best friend. But if we are sending and feeding in the negative energy by going, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, am I enough? Am I worthy? Am I deserving? Am I capable? What's going to happen to me? All this anxiety, all this fear, the blushing, the panic attacks, all that stuff. Your unconscious mind's just absorbing it. And really it's pulling it down. It's seeking out the same energetic vibrational match of the thoughts of the sentence, the inner words that you speak about. So therefore you're hypnotizing it with that energetic vibration on the inside because it is a vibration because it's energy. You are made up of energy. Your inner talk is your self-talk, your thoughts and feelings. It's just energy. It's a vibration that we're sending to. And if think about the quality of that energetic vibration. Your unconscious mind is going to find the match to that negative thought and make that a reality. Because your suggestions become evaluations to your unconscious mind. So, therefore, your suggestions, the self-hypnosis, the hypnotizing yourself becomes that evaluation. But once you lift up your unconscious mind, once you begin to reflect on that thought, interrupt the pattern, look for the counter examples, reflect on the opposite. Get the contrasting experience. Your unconscious mind in every single way will start to be lifted up. You don't want to be pulled down. Your unconscious mind doesn't. Your friend doesn't. Your family member doesn't. Your partner doesn't. Your, your pets don't. We want to be lifting everyone up in the same way we should be lifting up our unconscious mind so we can shine brighter than ever before. So that, my friends, is how... We hypnotize ourselves to stay the same. Now another little bit about this, because this thing I didn't think about, but it just popped up into my mind. because by the way, there's being broadcast live on YouTube, so feel free to go ahead and join us. But on this thought, we have to think about the story that we tell ourselves. Is that empowering you or disempowering you? Is it making you become more of a victim or a victor? And the reason why I say that is this. When you write things down in a negative, consequential way, if we speak to our friends, our partner, our family, or our pets in a a degrading way, in a way which makes us feel disempowered, ultimately we're seeking validation right we're seeking validation to make sense out of it so good intention but if your unconscious mind if you speak i mean we all know someone maybe it's us in our life but we all know someone who likes to speak about their issues a lot right could be friends could be a partner could be a neighbor could be a work colleague uh, could be a boss all those things And the more they speak about it, the more they define that story, they're being hypnotized to stay the same because that is the validation of their story. Now, it's not to say that the story that they went through is wrong, but it's not helpful to keep on reliving the same story that we've been telling ourselves because that is self-hypnosis. So maybe it's time to speak about a new story. Maybe it's time to make a new decision about our own identity, about who we are. Yeah, you can go, look, I went through this horrible abuse. And like when I speak to people, they tell me about some of the worst things that they've gone through psychological, physiological, um, as in like sexual abuse, physical abuse, and things like that. I hear it all the time. Now, I'm not disregarding those events, but to remain a victim to our past is not serving those who hurt us. Well, it's kind of serving them because we're just reliving that. But more importantly, it's not serving us by staying the same. So maybe in the same notion that you've got to catch your own thinking and feed in the new suggestions, maybe it's time we start to create a new story for who we're going to be. A story that can include that form of abuse. For example... But not one story that becomes just the victim, that instead became the victor. And that means we grow and become stronger. It means we start to breathe beauty into our life, that we start to look for the solutions, that we start to really acknowledge and liberate ourselves. From not feeding the same story, the same old negative validations for staying the same. We don't want reasons or excuses to stay the same. So maybe let's speak the new reality in our world. What story can you create where you become the victor? There's not making it up but we're speaking into new opportunities. We're speaking into new truths of who we really are. Now, to me, I believe on the inside that you are whole, that you are peace, that you are love, that you are joy. You are all the good things, even if you're experiencing all the negative things. I think the deepest part of you is love. That is just my perception. That's my, you could call it like a spiritual truth. That's what I believe whether it's right or wrong i know that it's going to help me thinking that way of you every time i think about it because i really want to help you i want you to get to become the person you want to be so think of a convenient new story the hero's journey of someone who's gone through pain but then has overcome the challenge and created and learned and grown and t- just totally become the success In every time of great stress, every time of great contrasting experience, in other words, the pain that we go through, once we recognize it and awaken from it, we become the best example of what can be done. So turn your pain into power by catching yourself and refusing to hypnotize yourself ever again. It is possible In fact, you will be hypnotizing yourself. I kind of lied that. But you'll be hypnotizing yourself with a new truth. The words you say, the feelings you have, all of those things will come from love or confidence and self certainty Now, of course, if you feel like that is such a big struggle for you, you feel like you need help, you feel like you need someone on your tu- on your team to fight for your dreams. And you feel like an imposter. You feel like you're not good enough worthy. You feel like you've got the fear of failure, the fear of rejection, and it's just too hard for you to break free of yourself. If you need that extra help, help and you are truly invested in getting the result and matching our energy to show you the way exactly how to go there you can go ahead and book a call with us at josephclough.info slash talk when you go there, you book a call, you're going to fill out an application form. There is an investment to this. You're working with myself, my team, and we support you each step of the way. But on the call, we get clear on exactly what you want to let go of. We get clear of exactly where you want to be, what's getting in the way. And if we can bridge that gap and come up with a strategy, we definitely will show you how to do that via our system. We may invite you into the program. And like I said, there's an investment. There's not a free program. It is a world it's uh, a world class, fully custom, that's the word I was looking for, fully tailored program for your conscious and unconscious mind. So go ahead and book your call at josephclaff.info slash talk. So, once again, I hope you got value from this. Refuse to hypnotize yourself ever again. Let's get back into the vibrancy and be the person that we desire to be because it's all on you. It is all on you to be the person that you truly desire. For when you do, you start to awaken something within you. You truly do. So let's start to hypnotize ourselves in the most powerful way. And of course, if you want to go ahead and download our hypnosis app, you can go to freehypnosis.app. You get all of these episodes, almost 700 free episodes, you can get within the app. Which means there's over like 350 hours of content which is almost a whole year, one every single day you could listen to. You can change in the day, you can transform in the night, you can go ahead and create custom hypnosis sessions within there as well. And of course, if you get value from anything that I say today, or if you got any value from anything that I've been trying to get out there in the world, please go ahead and leave us a review. Ultimately, we want to be able to support people, get the help that is needed. Yes, I have my free stuff. I also have my paid stuff. My higher-end stuff, and I just want to be able to help as many people as possible. So if you can't afford much, just download everything on the free, and I hopefully I'll be able to support you there. And we're going to carry on doing the free episodes, just like this one. So with that, this is the end of this live stream when it comes to the podcast recording. And I look forward to speaking to everyone else on the live stream in just a few moments. So with that, my friends, I will speak to you on the next episode. Many thanks and goodbye.